It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Activision's attempt to block unionizing employees at Blizzard Albany has failed. For December 2nd, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, we'll find out a bit more about why Final Fantasy 16 is getting mature ratings. At least the rest of the cast of the Super Mario Brothers movie is trying. And we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday replay. Following up on Blizzard Albany's unionization effort, the National Labor Relations Board has finally ruled on Activision Blizzard's attempt to stall the union vote. To recap, earlier last month, Activision Blizzard filed a motion to impound the union ballots, arguing that Blizzard Albany needed to have the whole 107-employee studio to cast ballots, not just the 18 quality assurance testers that were petitioning to unionize. This is the same tired old argument that Activision Blizzard has used to appeal every NLRB decision this year, which didn't work when they tried to use it against Raven Software's QA team, and thankfully the NLRB saw through Activision's bullshit this time too. The NLRB ruled on Wednesday, quote, the employer's request for review is denied as it raises no substantial issues warranting review. The NLRB then denied Activision's motion to impound the union ballots, citing that it was a moot point. While this is a win for Blizzard Albany and we should see a union vote soon, this NLRB ruling doesn't guarantee that all unionization efforts can be done by department. With Activision Blizzard using contracted quality assurance teams, the NLRB considered those QA teams as a different entity within the company and allowed the NLRB to take a nuanced approach to both Raven Software and Blizzard Albany's QA teams. 
All of this is to say that unionization efforts going on at Blizzard are unique. And not all unionization efforts in gaming will be small teams like Raven Software and Blizzard Albany. Though contracted quality assurance testers might be a starting point for most game studios to unionize. Yesterday, I reported on the Brazilian rating system rating Final Fantasy 16, which was given a not-recommended-for-children-under-16 rating. And I speculated on Final Fantasy 16 being a darker and grittier Final Fantasy compared to the previous mainline titles, which were rated not-recommended-for-children-under-12. I also speculated on getting a potential release date or trailer because of the rating leak. I wasn't expecting confirmation on either, but someone dug through and translated why Final Fantasy 16 is not recommended for children under 16, which is for sex scenes, intentional death, torture scenes depicting suffering victims, drug use, prostitution, sexual content shown and discussed, and lastly, and maybe most worryingly, hate crimes. From the last alone, it's pretty clear that Final Fantasy 16 will, in fact, be darker and grittier. Though, I find it kind of weird that last month, Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida was making up excuses for not diversifying the Final Fantasy 16 cast. So, who exactly are these hate crimes against? If the makers of the game acknowledge that a diverse cast wasn't a significant design choice for a game that's somehow anthropologically based off of medieval Europe is their reason for why we're seeing a lot of white dudes in the trailer, I find specifically hate crimes to be a really weird theme, because in order to have hate crimes, you need to have marginalized groups. So I'm not sure how you have one without the other. I don't know about you, but this is now two stories in a row that make me really concerned about the narrative direction of Final Fantasy XVI. Earlier this week, Nintendo released the second official trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie. And despite Chris Pratt phoning in his Mario impression... Alright, that's a go. Yeah, way to go, Chris. It's looking like the rest of the cast will be carrying this movie. Jack Black's Bowser really sells this trailer for me. In the teaser trailer that came out a couple of months back, it was hard to tell that Jack Black was Bowser. However, this newer trailer has dialogue between Bowser and Luigi, and both Jack Black and Charlie Day sell a pretty convincing Bowser and Luigi. Nintendo also had the great idea to front-load this trailer with Mario getting his absolute ass kicked by Stoner Kong, I mean Donkey Kong, who is played by the legendary stoner Seth Rogen. Sadly, we didn't get Seth Rogen's smoky laugh while he pummels Mario, but this front-loaded scene is also the first of many Easter eggs to various Mario-themed games, obviously referencing Super Smash Bros. in this particular scene. But references to old-school 2D Mario games and modern 3D Mario games were sprinkled throughout the trailer. Overall, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the Super Mario Bros. movie. Not just to see how many bad drops I can farm out of Chris Pratt's Mario, but for performances of the other actors that actually seem to put in significantly more effort.
All right, it's Friday, and this is where we like to check out some podcast reviews. And this one comes to us from Indistinct Chat on Podcast Addict, who gave the show five stars, who says, Mandatory listening on my way to work, best and most importantly, my most trusted source of video game news on the internet. Covering a wide range of topics that I find anywhere from standard to, wow, I'm hearing no one else talk about this. I can't recommend Nate and Aaron's coverage enough. Thank you so much, Indistinct Chat. Be like chat and head to Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Audible, or CastBox and leave us a review. We'll read it here on Fridays. All right, well, it's that time. Let's check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. After two months of silence since Bloomberg's Cecilia D'Anastasio released her staggering report on child predators on Twitch, Twitch has finally updated some of their policies. According to the updated blog post titled, quote, Our Ongoing Work to Combat Online Grooming, Twitch has, quote, expanded the signals we use to catch and terminate accounts belonging to users under 13, as well as block users previously suspended for being under 13 from creating new accounts, along with adding mandatory phone verification to stream on Twitch. Twitch has also acquired a language processing company called Spirit AI to further update their text moderation. Though Twitch didn't go into much detail on how Spirit AI would moderate Twitch chat due to fears that bad actors could circumvent the system with detailed information. While this new updated policy does address some of DeAnastasio's concerns, these policy changes do not address the issue with child predators having access to kids. Kids who can easily click a box saying that they're 18, type in a code texted to their phones, and proceed to stream. Twitch also didn't address their previous action of getting rid of the following and follower information from their API, which DeAnastasio and other researchers were using to track known child predators on the platform. Twitch ended their policy update with, quote, to stay ahead of predatory bad actors, collaboration is critical. We urge anyone with information about grooming on Twitch to share it with us so that we can protect the children involved, remove the predators and their networks, and report them when possible to law enforcement bodies who can hold them accountable in the real world. 
Overall, Twitch is hobbling over in the right direction, albeit very slowly. But I still ultimately think that kids can too easily stream on Twitch, and we have yet to see whether something like Spirit AI will be sufficient to combat this major problem. United Kingdom universities Newcastle and Loughborough have recently concluded their three-year study on the financial and emotional harm of loot boxes on children. The study called, quote, Between gaming and gambling, children, young people, and paid reward systems in digital games tracked the gaming habits of 42 families with children between the ages of 5 and 17, along with interviewing 30 parents, caregivers, and video game designers. The study found that children struggled to track spending in video games, especially when there were highly sought-after digital items being advertised to them. The study also notes that the most successful ads on these children were ads that borrowed techniques from regulated gambling. Researchers further observed children engaging in patterns of compulsive spending and an increase of children using parents' credit cards without permission. The study also noted some children experienced severe shame for spending money beyond their means and expressed increased frustration when games didn't give them the item that they wanted, which all feeds back into the gambling issue that modern gaming has adopted. Researchers highlighted the similarities between many modern game mechanics and their real-world gambling counterparts. In particular, the spinning wheel games are prominently used in gaming to evoke the same feeling as a slot machine, the feeling of what researchers called a, quote, near-miss, which gives the player the illusion that they barely missed out on a cool, shiny item. That leads children to continue to spend more money, tapping into the gambling addiction cycle at a really early age. The report concludes by recommending that the UK regulate games that use the loot box mechanic. Overall, with more research finally coming out on the harms of things like loot boxes, the more we might actually see government bodies regulate these greedy and predatory monetization models. The Australian Parliament is looking to amend the rules that the Australian Game Classification Board uses to rate games. Yesterday, Australian Member of Parliament Andrew Wilkie introduced a bill that would give any game with loot boxes in them an R18 plus classification, or in extreme cases, no classification at all, making the game unavailable to Australian consumers through conventional means. When introducing this bill, Wilkie argued quote, by tempting young players with the potential to win game-changing items, encouraging risk-taking behavior for possible reward, delivering random prizes on intermittent basis, and encouraging them to keep spending money, it's clear that loot boxes give rise to many of the same emotions and experiences associated with poker machines and other traditional gambling activities. Overall, it'll be interesting to see how this loot box legislation makes it through the Australian Parliament. So while Australia is one of the smaller markets for video games, that's really only because of their history of enforcing strict video game content standards. 
This legislation could force gaming companies to reconsider adding loot boxes to their games. But most likely, this legislation will just force Australian gamers to get really comfortable with a VPN or just pirate more games. Twitch is finally addressing their hate raid problem with some actual moderation tools. In a blog post released yesterday, Twitch announced the new feature called Shield Mode. Basically, Shield Mode is a moderation lockdown button for your Twitch channel, allowing users to apply many layers of moderation with one button click. Shield Mode is also customizable, allowing users to decide on what moderation tools are activated with Shield Mode. Twitch also introduced two new moderation tools with Shield Mode. Bulk Banning, which lets you mass ban users who typed in similar terms or phrases, and No First-Time Chatter, which blocks first-time chatters from using the typing window. Twitch's blog post finishes with, quote, Safety work is never over, and we're working on more tools to make it easier to moderate your channel. As we move forward, we're focusing on more features like this one that are customizable and can be easily ramped up or down to reflect your needs at the moment. We're also working aggressively to stop more harm before it ever occurs. While I welcome the new moderation tools, I feel like Twitch has been moving way too slowly to address these problems. Hate raids have been happening in varying severity since 2021, which means it took Twitch nearly a year to develop an oh button. And in that time, Twitch has rolled out two different ad programs, changed the partner revenue split to 50-50, and has changed the tagging system four different times. You know, it makes me think that maybe Twitch needs to dedicate more resources to making moderation tools, instead of, you know, finding more ways to serve users up another goddamn ad. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, and CastBox. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at NateBenderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.